0: you're listening to the law of attraction radio network are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes it's time for power and a half hour with coach mark get your notebooks ready he's about to go in five four three two one coach mark let's go thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in i am coach mark and you're listening to power and a half hour In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the super successful. And why are we learning these? So we could become one of them as well, right? Right. I hope you guys are ready. Get your pens, get your papers. We are about to go in. So the quote that I am going to start today's show off with is, how did I become a billionaire? by making a 1,000 people millionaires. And that comes from John D. Rockefeller. He was the first person in the history of the world to actually become a billionaire, to actually have a billion dollars. Now, when you go back in time and you look at certain people and the amount of money that they had and convert it to the amount of money that it would be worth today, there were probably some billionaires. But John D. Rockefeller was actually the first billionaire. And let me tell you, I watched his story. There was a series called How America Was Built. If you go on YouTube and search for it, you can find it. And it's a four-part series. Each part is about two hours long. And let me tell you, that series right there will blow you away. That was one of the first times that I really started to realize that a lot of these guys that have become rich and super successful all started out just where we're at right now. John D. Rockefeller, when he first started out, was broke. Right. And then he had an event happen that absolutely changed his life. And after that, he realized that he was destined to become successful. This guy was dead broke. Right. When he started out, he was absolutely broke. You have to watch that series. It's called How America Was Built. And you can probably go on YouTube and find it. All right. It's a phenomenal series. Now, as of 2015, there are over eighteen hundred U.S. dollar billionaires worth worldwide with a combined wealth of over U.S. seven trillion dollars. Isn't that absolutely amazing? There's over eighteen hundred billionaires. I'm talking about U.S. money billionaires in this world. Now, why can't you become one? Why can't I become one? Every single week, we're studying these successful people, and I'm showing you these guys that within a short period of time, they're not just becoming millionaires. They are becoming billionaires. Did you guys hear what I'm saying? They are not just becoming millionaires. It's nothing to become a millionaire in a matter of two, three, four years. These guys, I'm showing you examples every single week of these guys that are becoming billionaires in two, three years, Right? The name of today's show is Billion is the New Million. Billion is the New Million, right? It's not so much of an accomplishment to make a million dollars, even though that's great and that would change a lot of our lives. But if we can make a billion, why not do that? That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, right? All right, I want to thank you guys for listening. Now, if you want to go back and re listen to any one of the previous shows, or my call version of the shows. All you have to do is go to www.powerhh.com. That's www.powerhh.com. All right. If we're not friends on Facebook, find me on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Mark Star. M-A-R-K-S-T-A-R-R. We also have a Power and a Half Hour Facebook group. So go ahead and find that group and add yourself or send a request to join that group. All right. I have a daily message service for all my listeners that are in the United States. All my overseas listeners, I'm working on a solution. I'm working. I'm ha- actually having a system built to be able to text message you guys overseas. But you can also send me a message or send me an email and give me your number. And what I'm going to start doing until I have that system built is probably start sending it out on uh, WhatsApp. Right. I have a daily message service called Be Better Daily. All you have to do to subscribe to that service is text. The letters B B E T T E R D A I L Y to 411247. I've had a lot of people overseas in the Caribbean and over in Africa tell me that they've tried to do it. I'm not sure if it works or if it's been working for them or not. But if it hasn't, just send me an email to power in a half hour at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and send me your number, and I'll go ahead and add you on WhatsApp, and I'm going to start sending those Be Better Daily messages out to all my overseas listeners through WhatsApp. But if you're here in America, go ahead and text Be Better Daily. That's B-B-E-T-T-E-R-D-A-I-L-Y to four one one two four seven, 247 and it will add you, and you'll get these free messages every single morning. Phenomenal way to start the morning off, right? We always get started off with a bunch of garbage and you know what? We need to start our days good because the way that we start is the way that we're going to end it. All right? Uh, continue to send me your comments, questions and suggestions to power in a half hour at gmail.com. That's power in a half hour at gmail.com. Now, I just released my new book. All right? And what I'm doing is I'm giving it away for free. That's how positive. That's how sure that this book is going to change so many people's lives, right? So if you want to get the free uh, online version of the book, I was going to just give away maybe like two or three chapters, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to give away the whole book, right? That's one of the principles that we learn, right? Sowing and reaping, right? I'm going to give away the whole book because I know what's going to happen. People are going to start reading this book, the online version, and they're going to want the physical version of it. And then when I do, then if you do decide you want to buy the physical version, I'm literally giving away the physical version for almost free, right? I'm just giving it away at my cost because it's not my intention to make money. It's my intention to get this book out there to as many people as possible to change and help as many lives as possible, all right? But to get the free version of the book, all you have to do is go to www.repeataftermebook.com, Right? www.repeataftermebook.com. It'll take you 30 seconds to fill out the little form, and it's going to send you over uh, the full version of the book. Now, this can change your life. I promise you, everybody, the reviews that I've been getting back so far, everybody's like, wow, this book is absolutely amazing. Right. And I'm not just saying that to hype myself up, but I really, every time I go through the book and start looking through it, I'm like, wow, I gave people a lot of game for free. <laughs> but it's all good because I know it's coming back to me. Right. I put a, I put years and years and years of me studying the thousands of books that I have, all the books that I've read into this one book. And this can change your life. Right. We, we waste, we waste. Two or three minutes every single day doing all kinds of other... We waste hours every single day. All I'm asking for is download this book, fill out the information, download this book, and read one chapter a day. One chapter will take you about 10 minutes a day. My mom just called me and told me that she it was about 12 o'clock last night, and she realized she didn't read her chapter. And before she went to bed, she had to read her chapter. Now, my mom isn't going to read the book if it, if it isn't valuable to her, regardless of the fact that I'm her son, Right? But I'm telling you, everybody that has gotten a hold of this book and started reading is like, wow, there's some amazing information on here. So go ahead and check out my new book. It's absolutely free. All you got to do is go to repeataftermebook.com. Are you guys ready to learn? Are you guys ready to change your lives? All right. The first person that we're going to profile tonight is Ryan Greaves. Now, in 2010, Ryan Greaves responded to a tweet from a stranger who was seeking help with one, an entrepreneur venture. On January 5th, 2010, Travis Kalanick, one of the founders of Uber, sent out this tweet, Looking for entrepreneurial Product Manager slash Business Development Killer for a location-based service. Pre-launch, big equity, big peeps involved, any tips? Now, Ryan Greaves responded back with a hire me, (laughs) right? Now, Ryan went on to become Uber's first employee, and thanks to his stake in the company, he has now become one of the youngest billionaires on the planet. He didn't know Travis and Garrett Camp. He just saw a tweet on, um, on Twitter and responded back to it, hire me. He saw an opportunity and he seized it. Now this guy is a billionaire. That was less than, f- that was about five years ago, all right? At one time, Ryan was Uber CEO for a little while, and he has gone on to become head of global operations and is chiefly responsible for Uber's expansion to 55 countries. They're in 55 different countries. Uber is now worth over $50 billion, and its worth is higher than companies such as FedEx, Capital One, DirecTV, and Charles Schwab. Ryan, along with founders Travis Kalanick and Garrett Camp, are the first three billionaires that Uber has created with quite a few more expected to become billionaires once the company has gone public. Now, you see that Travis sent out that tweet on January 5th, 2010. That's when they got their first employee. That's a little bit over five years ago. Now they're worth $50 billion dollars. The second person that I'm going to profile is Evan Spiegel. He's the CEO of Snapchat and also the youngest billionaire at age 24. Now, Evan began his schooling at Sanford where he met future Snapchat founders, Reggie Brown and Bobby Murphy. The three guys thought of themselves as being uncool, so they began to build things to become cool. The idea for Snapchat came from a conversation about sexting among his fraternity brothers. Now, Snapchat was initially launched in July 2011 under the name Peekaboo in Evan's father's living room. In 2012, Evan dropped out of Stanford to focus on Snapchat before he got the opportunity to complete his degree. In the early days, Snapchat didn't get much media attention, so they relied on word of mouth among teenagers. At one point early on, Evan and his co-founders were moving we're maxing out their credit cards to help pay the business expenses such as servers. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with what Snapchat is, it's an app that allows users to take photos, record videos, and add text and drawings, and then send them to a group of people. Now, these photographs and videos will disappear after a set amount of time. So you could send somebody a video or to a group of your friends and then program it to disappear after five seconds or after ten seconds. In 2013, after being out for less than two years, Snapchat turned down an offer from Facebook for $3 billion. In two years, they turned down $3 billion. Now, a lot of insiders thought they were crazy for turning down that type of offer, but th- now they're currently worth 19 billion billion four Four years later. Absolutely amazing. Now, the third person that I'm going to profile is Chinito Enchervo. Chinito grew up in eastern Nigeria and previously worked as an analyst at several hedge funds before going out on his own to start his own company. After becoming frustrated with the lack of accessible mass transit directions, Chinito decided to do something about it. He developed HopStop.com. Now, HopStop is an app that provides map data for over 300 cities across the United States. The app helps people find local directions, subway stations, trains, and bus stops. Chinito just recently sold his app to Apple for $1 billion. Did you guys hear me? This guy from Nigeria just sold his app to Apple for $1 billion, and he's going to remain on the company as chairman of the board. Now, the reason why I chose these three guys to profile on today's show is because these three young men shows us what is possible. Just a few years ago was almost an enormous feat to become a millionaire after building your business for years and years. Not anymore. Not in 2015. We're living in a period of time like no other period of time that I know of in the history of the world. Even in the California gold rush in the mid-1800s, we're over 300,000 gold prospectors came to California from all over the United States and even came from Latin America, Europe, Australia, and Asia. You had to travel for distances in hoping to find some gold. Now, this is way different. This isn't a gold rush. This is an idea rush. This is an opportunity rush. And we literally don't have to travel anywhere to take advantage of it. We don't have to travel anywhere to share our products and ideas to over 7 billion people in this world. And when we study these guys like Chinito, Evan, and Ryan, and the countless others that we study every week, we see that it it isn't just possible. If we take advantages of all the resources that we have available to us and come up with a good enough idea, it becomes probable. You guys hear what I said? It becomes probable. It's like the story of the 4-Minute Mile and Roger Bannister. Now, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of this story before, but in 1954, Sir Roger Bannister ran a mile in three minutes, 59.4 seconds. Now, since 1954, many people have run a mile in less than four minutes. But before Roger Bannister broke the record, experts said that it was humanly impossible to break that record. They said it couldn't be done. They said that it was too dangerous and that the human body was simply simply not capable of running a four-minute mile. Now, in the 1940s, the record was pushed to four minutes and one second, where that record stood for over nine years. Now, most experts and runners began to believe that it may be true, but not Roger Bannister. As he trained, Roger visualized himself running the mile in under four minutes in order to create a sense of certainty in his mind and his body. That's what we call visualization. That's why I talk about visualization all the time. You have to see yourself completing the task that you want to um, complete. You have to see yourself. You have to envision yourself completing that goal, achieving that goal. Very important. These athletes have been doing these for years. All right? Now, you see the difference between the period of time that we live in now and the California goal rush is that we don't have to go looking for goal. Because we already have the gold. Our ideas are the gold. We just have to mine them and sell our gold to the marketplace. That's it. Now, the more people we can sell our gold to, the more wealthy we become. And like I said earlier, these people we study every week show us what's possible. About a year after Roger made the accomplishment, someone else ran the mile in less than four minutes. Then once other runners saw that it was indeed possible, more and more people began to run the mile in less than four minutes. And at one point in time, experts were saying that it was humanly impossible. Today, even strong high school runners can run the mile in less than four minutes. A little more than 60 years ago, everyone thought that it was impossible. Now it's common. That's why I say billion is the new million. What was once thought to be nearly impossible a few years ago is happening more and more and will soon become very common. This, but this just isn't about making a billion dollars because some people honestly have no desire to make that sort of money. This is more about stretching yourself far beyond what you think, what you thought at one time was possible for you. This is about stretching beyond the limits of what others thought was possible for you. Never allow anyone, listen to this now, never allow anyone to set limits on what is possible for you because they have no idea how brilliant you are. They don't know how resilient you are. They don't know anything about the amount of burning desire that you have. They don't know about the billion ideas, the billion dollar ideas that are flowing through your head. And we still don't even know our own limits. So no one else can know what's possible for us. The only way for us to even have an idea of what our limits are is if we continue to push ourselves. So I want everyone that's listening right now to think about the limits that we have set for ourselves. Now multiply those limits by at least 10. Now if the limit that you set for yourself that you think you can accomplish, if you think that you can accomplish it, then you're absolutely not pushing yourself hard and far enough. We have the ability to do so much more than we can even imagine for ourselves. We already have the gold. We just have to extract it so we can sell it or put it to use. Now, the tool that we use to help extract the gold is our habits. Now, I know at times I may sound like a broken record always talking about habits. What most people don't realize is that one of the main keys to success can be found in our daily habits. That's why I talk about them all the time. The truth is, is that there are only a few things that will determine how much success we have in our lives. Our habits is at the top of that list. Now, it reminds me of this story that one of my mentors shared with me. He once had an opportunity to train with one of the top Taekwondo masters in the world. Upon meeting the master through an interpreter, he told the master he wanted to learn all the secret techniques. He didn't want to learn all the basic stuff. Right. He said, I already knew all the basics. Right. He told him, don't teach me all of the basics because I'd already been studying tae- Taekwondo for years and I already was a black belt. This is what he told the interpreter to tell the master. Now, the interpreter then told him that the master wanted to teach him how to punch. Now, my mentor then said he already knew how to punch. He wanted to learn the advanced stuff. The interpreter then said, why don't you show him your punch? So they set up a candle flame, and my mentor threw a punch at the candle flame, stopping one inch in front of the candle flame. Right? Now he thought he did a phenomenal job with that. So the Taekwondo master then said, through the interpreter, very good punch, but let me show you mine. So the Taekwondo master then threw his punch and stopped one foot before the candle flame, and he used his Qi energy t- to blow out that candle flame. Now, my mentor got all excited and he said, I want to learn how to do that. That's what I want to learn how to do, right? Then the master then said through the interpreter, that's what I have wanted to do, right? I wanted to show you how to punch. Now, the moral to this story is that if you want to become a master, you have to master the basics. Your habits are the basics. You will never become a master of anything until you can master your habits, It was Bruce Lee that said, I'm not afraid of the man who knows 10,000 kicks and has practiced them once. I'm afraid of the man who knows one kick and has practiced it 10,000 times. So we are going to master the basics here every single week. We're going to go over the basics week in and week out, week in, week out, until we become masters at what it is that we are doing. So one of the first shows that I did All the way back in October, I went over the habits of the super rich. So I really wanted to review because that was, what, 40 weeks ago, 30-something weeks ago? So here are the 13 habits of the super rich. Number one, live within your means. Wealthy people save at least 20% of their income. Most people that are struggling financially almost always spend more than they earn. Let me repeat that. Wealthy people save at least 20% of their income, and most people that are struggling financially almost always spend more than they earn. If you're spending more than you earn, you got to start cutting some things out right now. If you're not, saving, if you're not in a position to save money, you got to start cutting some things out right now. Now, we need to develop the habit of saving and budgeting what we spend, it's so funny because I see a lot of people that are struggling, 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 but yet they still eat out every single day. They still go out all the time. They're still always buying clothes, but they still continue to struggle. A lot of that stuff you don't have to do. A lot of successful people carry their, money, carry their lunch to work every day. If that's what you need to do in order to be able to save so you can take yourself to the next level, that's what you're going to have to do. Number two, don't gamble. 77% of people who struggle financially play the lottery. The wealthy don't rely on random luck. They create their own luck. And, you know, as I travel to uh, a lot of these third world countries, man, it's like people are, are dead broke but are always playing some sort of lottery and just wasting their money. I think you have a better shot at at trying to start a business and become a millionaire than playing the lottery and winning. Number three, read every day. Reading info every day about your business or career will make you more valuable to your customers, clients, colleagues, and your boss, if you have a boss. 88% of the wealthy read every day for 30 minutes or more. Ooh, I got to repeat this one. I talk about reading every single week. 88% of wealthy read every day for 30 minutes or more. Only 2% of those struggling financially engage in daily self improvement. And if it's hard to find the time to read, you've got to listen, listen to audiobooks on your way to work. These are the keys right here. If you want to become successful, I guarantee you that if you start embracing these habits, you will become successful. I can promise you that, all right? It's not going to happen in a day, but, you you know, write down these habits that I'm talking about and start implementing them into your life. Number four, less TV. 60% of wealthy people watch TV for less than an hour a day. 63% spend less than an hour a day on the Internet unless it's job-related, Now, 77% of those struggling financially spend an hour or more a day watching TV and 74% of those that are financially struggling spend over an hour a day on the internet. These are the keys right here. I'm telling you, these are the keys right here. If you're struggling, I can almost guarantee you which set of habits you have and you can change that. That's not a problem. You can change that. Right? But you have to make the decision. You got to decide which end you want to be on. It's not, it's not a whole bunch of secrets to becoming successful. You start changing your habits. You start changing what you do. You start changing how you think. That's how you become successful. Number five, go above and beyond in work and business. Most unsuccessful people always say that is not in their work description. I know you guys have heard that before, right? You've had a coworker. they don't pay me to do that. I'm not doing that. Now, in turn, they're never given more responsibility and their wages grow very little from year to year. The wealthy make themselves invaluable to their employers or customers. I have a really good friend of mine. He listens to this call every single week. Actually, we're doing business together. And he tells me how, at his job, he's a server at a really high-end restaurant. And he tells me how he always provides way more value. He always, it doesn't matter who his customers are or whatever, he's always providing value. Anytime the, um, the bosses are, it's a slow night, everybody else wants to go home, run to go home early, and he'll stay. So guess what? He gets all the opportunity. And he probably makes two or three times more than anybody else at his work. And they're all always looking at him like, why do they always let you stay, right? Because he's not the one running to run home. He's always the one that's giving more value than what he's getting paid for. So in turn, he ends up making more money. I don't care what kind of job you have. You can be working at McDonald's, right? Or Taco Bell or wherever. Because you don't know who's coming in every single day. Now, if you, if you go in at whatever job you have and you're giving more value than it's worth, maybe your bosses or your manager may not appreciate it, but you don't know who's coming in every single day who you're serving, right? And they see you with a great attitude every single day. You don't know what kind of opportunities you can possibly create for yourself. But I can guarantee you this. If you have a bad attitude and you're trying to do the minimal amount of work, you will not go, you will not go up. Number six, talk less and listen more. We need to be listening to talking at a five-to-one ratio. We need to listen five times as much as we talk. You learn and educate yourself only by listening to what other people have to say, not by you talking. If you're talking, what more can you learn? (laughs) And if the people... Around you, you don't want to listen to because they have nothing valuable to say. Then you, need to choose, you need to choose different people to be around. A lot of us spend our time trying to show off what we know. We don't learn anything by doing that. We need to sit down and listen. We, first of all, we need to be around some people that's worthy to listen to and then start listening because that's the only way that we're going to learn new information from another person. Number seven, avoid toxic people. Number seven, avoid toxic people. Number seven, avoid toxic people. We are only as successful as the people we spend the most of our time with. 86% of wealthy people associate with other successful people. 96, hear what I'm saying, 96% of those struggling financially stick together with others that are struggling. I know you guys have heard me say this about one million times. So here's the one million and one time. If you hang around five broke people, guess who's going to be the sixth? If you hang around five successful people, guess who's going to be the sixth? You guessed it, you. Number eight, eliminate bad luck from your vocabulary. We create our luck by our habits. If we have poverty habits, we will continue to create bad luck. Poverty habits are like snowflakes on a mountainside. In time, they build up and cause an avalanche. Number nine, get rid of limiting beliefs. Four out of five successful people attribute their success in life to their beliefs, right? What they believe is possible for themselves. That's the key. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Henry Ford, at one time, he was the richest man on the planet. Back in the late 1800s, I think early 1900s. Number 10, get a mentor. Among the wealthy, 93% who had a mentor attributed their success to that person. The easiest way to become successful is to find someone that has already achieved success in the area that you're in And do what they do. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. Number 11, avoid procrastination. You do this by, one, creating a daily to-do list. Number two, having a daily top five list. So these are the five things. This is different from a to-do list. These are the five things that you need to be doing that's going to help you towards your major goal. That's completely different than a to-do list. Number three, set hard deadlines. Don't just say you want to do something. Whenever you get the chance, set a deadline for it. That's the only way it's going to get done. And number four, have accountability partners. We talked about this last week. Number 12, never, ever, 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 ever give up. The two traits of the super rich is that they're consistent and persistent. They are consistent and persistent. They show up every day. All right. Not just on Tuesday after you guys heard this call and you're ready to do whatever. And then Wednesday, it's back to business as normal, watching TV all night long and on the Internet all night long. Mm-mm. Successful people are consistent and persistent. They don't stop. And then number 13, set goals, not wishes. You cannot control the outcome of a wish, but you can control the outcome of a goal. Every year, 70% of the wealthy pursue at least one major goal. 3% of those struggling set goals. Did you hear that? Every year, 70% of the wealthy pursue at least one major goal, and 3% of those that are struggling set goals. Well, that's all the information I have for you today, but wasn't that some phenomenal, amazing information? Right. I know it was. So if you want to go back and re-listen to this information, all you have to do is go to www.powerhh.com and look for the post that says billion is the new million and you can re-listen to this show. All right. That's www.powerhh.com. Don't just listen to it one time and say, you know what? That was some really good stuff. And that's that. We got to listen to this information over and over and over again until it seeks into our head. We have to remember that We have been programmed, whatever kind of negative programming we've had, we've had that all of our lives. So we got to, we got to double listen to the good stuff, right? To make some changes in our life. So once again, that's www.powerhh.com. Now I know you have three friends that you're thinking to yourself, man, so-and-so should have heard this information. So-and-so should have heard this information, right? So share this, share this with three of your friends. Right, If they can't listen to the live broadcast, tell them to go to the website, www.powerhh.com. And I want to remind you one more time again that I'm giving away my book for absolutely free, the online version of the book. All you have to do is go to repeataftermebook.com. I'm only doing this for a limited period of time, right? So after the period of time, don't come and tell me, Coach Mark, can I get that book for free again? I'm going to be like, no, you had your time, Right? We can only give it away for free for so long. So it's only going to be up for maybe a few more days or so. So go ahead and check it out. www.repeataftermebook.com Now the quote that I want to end today's show with is Chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. And that comes from the second richest man in the world, Warren Buffett. Thank you guys and have a wonderful day rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And I want to remind you one more time again that I'm giving away my book for absolutely free, the online version of the book. All you have to do is go to repeataftermebook.com. So it's only going to be up for maybe a few more days or so. So go ahead and check it out. Now, the quote that I want to end today's show with is chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. And that comes from the second Richest man in the world, Warren Buffett. Thank you, guys, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Starr. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week.